0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the 18th episode of the Limerick Junior Soccer Focus with myself, Adrian Finnan, and Aidan Ryan uh, this evening. Plenty to get through, as always, on this evening's show, obviously to discuss... The Fei exit of Regional United uh, last weekend, obviously in, in disappointing circumstances after extra time. Um, the loss in cup fixtures that took place, which all ended up being very entertaining and tight encounters, uh, to be fair. But we also have a big weekend to look forward to with Ballinanti Rovers and Fairview Rangers in FAI Cup action, as well as uh, three fixtures in the uh, Limerick, Premier Division, Limerick District Day, Premier Division that is, so plenty to get through Ed, and as always we'll start off with, the, on a, I suppose on a sour note to some degree, uh, Region United bowing out of the Fei Junior Cup, 1-0 defeat against Newmarket after extra time, you know we did pin this as a tight encounter Ed, and um, you know it, it turned out to be exactly that. It
1: turned out to be exactly that Adrian, I, I did have Newmarket slight favors going into the game. Uh, disappointed to see a regional going out obviously, a Limerick other Limerick side going out, so that was a big disappointment I watched the match um, probably didn't probably didn't see the total football I thought I would see on that surface agent given the quality that I thought was in both sides but nevertheless it was an intriguing game I enjoyed the game and I think overall I would have to say probably Newmarket just about deserved to get over the line, they created more chances over over the ninety minutes and an extra time, and I thought they possessed players on the pitch who made an impact, more of an impact in the game than than some of the regional players that I was maybe expecting expecting to do the same, but who didn't maybe turn up on 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 the day, Adrian. But I thought Newmarket certainly deserved to get through, it, you know.
0: Do you think that Sean Russell will be maybe disappointed, in with it, or do you think that he he'll feel you know his side were just edged out by a, you know an experienced team?
1: Um, I think he would be disappointed maybe with the way they played, Adrian. Um, in terms of the experience, I think both sides were balanced. Um, very impressed with some of the new markets youngsters in their team. Um had a couple of really good players. The left sided center half, Harvey Cullen really impressed me just back from Sheffield United. Yeah. Uh, Violet Combs had a spell over there with their 18s and, and a couple of matches with their 23s. I thought he was absolutely outstanding. The other two centre-halves weren't bad either. You did experience David O'Grady and you had um, another young lad called uh, Ethan Fitz. And, of course, they had Shane Cusick behind them. And they were, they were steady enough. Now, listen, you know, the small percentages in matches, Adrian, as you know, in big cup games, you might only get a couple of chances in big cup games. And regional only had a couple of chances in this game. And they didn't when they presented themselves, they didn't take them. They had two guilty chances in the first 10 minutes. They didn't take them. They had a decent chance just before the end of the match with, with um with Kieran O'Connell, didn't take us. And and Owen Duff also had a chance in extra time. Probably didn't harder chance, but probably should have done better with us and didn't and they didn't do us. And, in these cup games, as I said, you might only get one or two chances and you have to take them. To credit Newmarket, Adrian, they pressed high up the pitch. And we're talking about how regional play and how they want to play out of the back all the time. They just didn't let them play out of the back. And as a result, a lot of the time, regional had to kick the ball long. And Newmarket were picking up the first ball off a header or a challenge and then picking up the second ball to, in my opinion, dictate an awful lot of this match. And they certainly had, in my opinion, Dave McCarthy the best player on the pitch. I thought he was absolutely outstanding. You'll be familiar with him, Adrian. We spoke mm-hmm. about him before. He had a spell with James for a few years ago, but he's been playing with Newmarket for a long time now. And I thought he was outstanding, especially in the second half. And he's part in the lead goal, in the winning goal, where his back was to the play around the halfway line. Got it on the half volley. Swung a ball across the pitch to a young substitute, young Lennon, who had been introduced. Crossed a fantastic ball into the box. And the center forward, Darren Leahy, who I, I can only describe as a bit of a rash, like a rash to two centre half for regional. He was just he was just all over them the whole match. Not not technically proficient, but gave a hundred percent. Uh, can play in front can play behind but never never give them a moment's peace and he stretched his body and got a fantastic header into the corner of the net
0: yeah the cross quality considering you're talking in extra time you know the build up to the goal and the cross yeah. from the position you were in was, was top quality to be fair
1: top quality the, the lead pass from Dave McCarthy who I said was outstanding especially in the second half I thought he dictated the game and uh, the cross from the young lad in the wing young Lennon who had come on it's still so been a big game like that did well to get the ball out of his feet. Pinpoint cross. But Lee, he still had a bit of work to do, Adrian. Mm. And God, stretched his, his his long body to get at the ball and a fantastic header. Should have should have sealed the game for him afterwards, Adrian, in extra time as well. He did one and one with Robert Shire. But the goalkeeper psyched him out and, and made a good save. But as I said, overall, a well-organized, lively, new Marcus Celtic team probably
0: deserved to get over the line. And they're back into the last day of an FAI. Obviously, now, as we said, at the expense of regional, we hope that will be the only casualty. And obviously, uh, of the three Limerick sides that were left in the last 16, but we will come on to the Balenanti game and Fairview game that co- take place on Saturday and Sunday this week soon. Obviously, the Lawson Cup took place as well. It turned out to be three really competitive fixtures in those ones. Two of them decided by a penalty shootout. I was at the game in uh, Limerick Institute of Technology where Balinanti and Fairview quite cancelled each other out for long periods. I felt there was very... uh, a little clear-cut chances in the game. You might have seen it from, from Pat Sheehan's um, video, the, the Brian Hearn acrobatic effort. He did make a an impact for Fairview when he came off the bench, actually, uh, with about 15 minutes uh, to go. He had two or three chances. He had a header as well uh, that saved, was saved by Kevin Walsh. Um, Balinanti felt that they had um, a, a big appeal for a penalty as well. It's hard to know, you know, I think the ball did strike the hand of the defender, but it was actually in against his body. So, you know yourself, there'd be vociferous f- calls from that Balinante sideline uh, for a penalty, but it wasn't given anyway. And probably, you know, probably rightly so. You could see both sides of the argument, to be fair. Um, but obviously, Josh McCarthy, the goalkeeper Fairview, then the the young goalkeeper who has for in the last few games displaced Aaron Savage. Anyway, was was the hero saving penalties from Aidan Hurley, who we had on the show uh, recently with us, and obviously Darry Hughes as well. So he'd be very happy with that. And to be fair, Fairview will be very happy to get out of of Lit and with with a victory at all, because you know, in in some ways, it looks like the gap is really closed between those two sides.
1: Yeah, and it was the big game of the last Cup. And um, I suppose the big surprise to me, Adrian, was the lack of goals. Mm. I mean, the last two meetings, we, I think we 10 or 11 goals in the last two meetings, didn't we? Yes, so, a, a big surprise that there was no goals in play. And given what you said, there weren't many chances. So, obviously, both teams were with a, with a uh, defensive mindset not to lose the game rather than try and win the game. Because, listen, it's a cup win. And I'm sure Paul Danner is delighted to be in the next round of that. And, and they've also put out one of their rivals, Adrian. A big yeah. rival. Gone out of the competition. So it might be a competition now that, that's uh, given that that's um, your your targeting trophies, that Fairview will be after.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, to be fair as well, I know that Balenanti and Aiden were, were missing uh, a few players in the squad. They had a very uh, light bench, to be fair as well. Now Fairview were also missing the likes of Conor Ellis. Um, uh, Wayne Colbert, actually and Tracy on the bench as well. But obviously it it was probably in one way before the, the FEI games this week. I know some some would say it's it's a game you don't want because they're looking at it from the point of view of maybe you might pick up injuries, but but surely you want a competitive fixture like that a week out from an FEI game that, that both of these sides will be playing.
1: I think you want a decent fixture definitely before a big FEI game, and you want to be getting your players decent game time, Adrian, because Balinanti didn't have all those players available for the game against Kroom the week before. Hmm. So it was important that they got game time. And I think Aidan Hurley came on, didn't he? And, yeah. and Abidine came yeah. on. Yeah, so important that they got game time before that big fixture next Saturday for them. Hmm. It looks like Fairview played close to full strength side. So they would have got a good run out of that. Um Listen, they have two big games ahead the weekend, so very important they got that that match uh, match fitness into the players.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And just to move on now to the, the Nina and Pike game that was on at Brickfields, that was also a little all-in. It went all the way to uh, penalties as well. Obviously, you now in the Lawson Cup, it goes straight uh, to penalty shootout as well. It doesn't go to extra time uh, in the Lawson Cup. Pike came out on top of, of that one. Um, I know I was speaking to Killian Fitzpatrick afterwards, who felt that Nina were probably the better side in the first half, but that Pike grew into it outside of a 10-minute spell in the second half and were the better side as well. And looked threatening and no um, surprises really from set pieces, he said, uh, as well. Um, We'll move on to this as well, because incredibly, (laughs) Pike and Nina will play each other again uh, next week when it comes to the top six of the Premier But. Um, again, another tied affair. To Not that you'd be that surprised considering how many times these two have shadow boxed at this stage.
1: Yeah, well, I wanted to spell the mate going around, Adrian, that Nina and Pike are going to amalgamate next season, given <laughs> that they know each other so well and they're going to be playing each other again next week. But uh, yeah, Killian will, will will take a lot out of it. One he he's trying to build a new side there, a lot of young players coming into the squad, just has a couple of experienced players to help him along. And the fact that they held Pike scoreless will have given him, uh, uh, a, you know, give the team and him a lot of confidence going forward. Do you know, maybe a good chance to to get an upset there if you call it an upset, uh, mm. uh, Adrian. Listen, they've lost the match and it's typical Pike. Pike have ground out another result. And it's just that it keeps rolling along with Pike the whole time. They don't concede, they try and grind out results. I think Steve McGann made a a comeback in that match as well, Adrian. As far as I know, yeah.
0: Which
1: which which they'll be delighted about because he hadn't played in the last couple of weeks. um, Was Piker into the next round? So they'll be delighted with that. As I said, Killian can take a little bit of little bit of heart from the team before they meet again in the league uh, on on Sunday.
0: Absolutely. And the other game we we picked up on last week was obviously you had Somerville hosting Munger Regional. No, I, I certainly thought. As it was coming up to half-time at Portland Park, I said I would not like to be in that Munger dressing room uh, at half-time. They were three one down. Evan O'Grady had scored two goals for some of it. looked like the cup upset was all but there. I was thinking to myself, this really would... And I know I probably was reading a bit too much into it, but at the time I was saying to myself, this could be a season-defining half of football now for Munger because if they don't show any character and they go to this competition uh, against Somerville you're looking at it, them, everyone, Richie the whole squad would be deflated the only positive that will come out of it is they scored four unanswered goals you know, and got over the line and I suppose as you always say, that's what cup football is about
1: Yeah and what a cup game this was Adrian you know, to see the team from the lower division ahead at half time like that and and the end line inside for a major cup shock, but listen you've got to credit Richie now he must have certainly got into the team at half time and there might have been a few through the Alex Ferguson cups flying around the place like <laughs> and, and missing fellas' heads, you know, and Richie, but listen, great to see them coming back from that, and it's, if you're, if you're Richie Burke, you're going into the next game saying, we're two games unbeaten, you know, the beat the in yeah. yeah. this competition, scored three goals, they scored five goals away from home uh, uh, last Sunday, eight goals, already right, conceded a few, but it's two wins on the trot, they haven't been winning a lot this season, so, and a fantastic result for him to get out of... to literally get out of jail and turn it around. But for Mark Blake, you know, if you're Mark Blake, obviously the league is the target, but you're, you're going to look at this game and, and you learn from it. The experience you'll get from this is, this is what we need to aspire to. Yeah. You know, these standards we need to get to. He'll have seen from the gory game in the Fei. I know he'll have seen from this game where they've put up decent performances. And certainly in this game of Sunday... Where a bit three one ahead, I think he learned loads to Maybe, maybe how to work and thin out the game a little bit better, and how to manage the second half, no matter what's been thrown at you. Going forward, I think it'll be a great experience, not only for Mark, but for the whole squad, Adrian. But uh, a great, a great comeback by Munger. There's no doubt about it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it brings us on now to the FAI uh, Junior Cup previews, and obviously Saturday at one o'clock, Ballinanti go to All County. We obviously mentioned how All County are a relatively new organisation. It's only their third year uh, in existence, obviously, so it's an you know, unbelievable achievement, really, to get to the last 16 of an FEI and have a good home draw in that as well. You mentioned the last time out they beat Evergreen as well, who, you know, would have been there thereabouts for a few years as well. Um, Strong enough side from, from Kilkenny. um. So there's a bit of pedigree in that alone. And I know that Derek Radish, you know, was saying that they do look a really good side. They have seen the game against Evergreen, from what I know, um. The, the positives for Balinanti, I suppose, I know I, I mentioned that they had a very small squad. Maybe I think there was only, you know, for them anyway, 14, 15 players available last Sunday. But they also have Keen Fitzgerald now back um, for this game. Keen Power is also available after due, being away due to work commitments. Um, Steve McNamara will be back available as well. And as you said, Aidan Hurley and Abin Gabido came on uh, against Fairview for much needed minutes as well because they have been two important players. Uh, so at least, I suppose, in that respect, uh, and they, they'll they'll be at almost full strength. You'd imagine as much as you can be in junior level football, anyway.
1: I think they'll have a full strength squad going off for this game, Adrian. And I'm sure the management team will have worked hard this week to get the the players back in tune. Those players that had missed the last couple of weeks, those players that were carrying a few knocks and that, and I think they'll be. Listen, I think they'll be ready for 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 the game Saturday the 11 squad. And it's it's we've spoken about this already, Adrian. They're going into this game red-hot favourites and I think a lot of people around the country are expecting Balananti to win this game comfortably by a few goals but this is a banana-skin game. Mm-hmm. These lads will be ready for this. This whole this county FC. They'll be ready for this. A very good victory in the last round. away. way, remember now, it was a way to yeah. Um, you Now, so far as you know, it was on the all-weather pitch down in Evergreen that they won. They won on penalties and they play on an all-weather pitch as well which, which might be which mightn't be the best in terms of preparation for for Bella, obviously, because they don't play an a, a, a not really pitch regularly. But uh, these lads will be well schooled. I spoke about their manager, Maxi McCann, the experience he has previously in the League of Ireland, especially at underage level, and they have a few players in the ranks like Callum Keen, James Farrell, On uh, On Raw, who've all come from uh, under nineteen football from Pats and Rovers and, and Bowes. So these players will be well schooled. He's a very experienced manager. So far as I know, Adrian, they're unbeaten all season. Actually uh actually wasn't aware of that. No. The yeah. yeah, they haven't lost in the league. They're into the last sixteen of the most or the Leinster Junior Cup. And their last league game uh the weekend, I think they played Saturday evening. They played uh, Saint Francis, who are top of the league. I think they have a game in hand in them and they're a point down. they drew one all. So they'll yeah. be they'll be they'll be coming into the game in good fettle. fettle but Bell are also coming into the game with good fettel. They're in decent, decent enough form. I know they lost on, on penalties to Fairview in the Larson Cup, but they're in a good position in the Munster Jr. with a with a draw away at the Charival. Um, going well in the league. Very good squad, a lot of potential, a lot of power and pace. And if they're right on, on Saturday, there's no reason why they can't go up and win this game, even even though it's away from home and on an all-weather pitch. They need to be hand, need to be able to handle the occasion, and they have an experienced management team there that should be able to help them through that. Plus, the experienced players they do have in the team, like like uh, like Aidan Hurley and Steve McNamara, etc.
0: Yeah, any FAI game away from home, like you mentioned, Aidan, is, is going to be a difficult encounter. I suppose just you know from looking at it from the outside for for years, and and, and looking at Limerick teams and, and the growth Limerick teams I've had, probably because and I would say you know, maybe making excuses for themselves sometimes in the past, going to the likes of Dublin and saying that it was all Dublin officials and that was the problem. You know yourself, you've heard the spiel. But is there always something a bit different about, you know, traveling to Dublin, especially when you're a Limerick side? Because I do always feel like uh, the Dublin teams, because they have Leinster Senior League and the likes, they do feel that maybe... We 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 value our uh, junior setup a lot more than they do. They kind of seem to have that bit of edge about them when they play Limerick sides as well. There does always seem to be from the outside. Do you agree that there is that bit of extra uh bite when when Dublin sides play Limerick sides, or is that just in in the heads of, of us in Limerick?
1: Yeah, I, I I feel that we've overblown that a little bit, Adrian. I think mm. the quality down here is just as good, and that arms has been as good as the, as the as the teams in Dublin. I think in the last years, obviously, sheriff given that they were so dominant and, and actually beat Limerick teams quite a few times on mm. uh, runs to the FAI and all that, I think maybe that had uh, cast a shadow over, over uh, maybe an inferiority complex to a certain extent when Limerick teams were, were travelling up to Dublin. But listen, that shouldn't be the case because the quality down here is just as good. And it's listen, it's up to senior players and it's up to management teams to make sure they have their teams well prepared for these matches. And that they're going out with the mindset that, listen, you're going to play playing 11. Obviously, you respect the opposition, agent. Of course, you, you you respect the opposition. But when we get out onto the pitch, that respect has to go out the window. You have to go and do your job and try and win the game. Simple as
0: that. And this is one game, Edin, and, and it's not just Balinanti that I'll be talking about with this. But we did mention, obviously, at the start of the season that there used to be question marks about Balinanti and their temperament. Uh, you're going to Dublin now where there's going to be a really big crowd. Uh, for Old County, you'd imagine. Obviously, Ballet will have their huge sport as well. It's going to be a lot of roar, and there's going to be lot, you know, a lot of things to distract you around the pitch. This really is a game where those Ballinanti players need their discipline and not coming home with having a player sent off and wondering what might have been. And I wouldn't just say that if it was just Ballinanti it's every team, but this is a, a really important uh, game for them. For that, time. yeah, well, you,
1: said, you don't want Limerick teams coming back here with their tail between their legs making excuses. You know, that shouldn't be the way. We should be bigger than that. Um, I, I I think obviously, you know, the first half of this game is going to be vital in terms of how, how Bell and Auntie get through the tie or not. They need to be coming in at half halftime with a clean sheet. I, I've said it before, get in the halftime with a clean sheet. That's the first priority. If you can nick a goal, very well, nick, nick a goal because you're not giving the opposition anything hopefully to fight for in the second half. You're on the front foot. And they have the players, Adrian, in their armour to cause the uh Old county loads of trouble with James Fitzgerald, Adrian Power, Habidine, yeah. you know, you have that 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 quality that is there in these in these players. So uh they gotta go take the game by the scruff of the neck. Make sure they don't give anything away. There's a strong defense there. You'll you'll have the likes well can't can't forward what the team will be, but you you'll be looking at surely Thomas Burns and it in front of that back four.
0: Mm. Let's
1: make sure we're giving nothing away and take the game by the scruff of the neck and try and dominate
0: Yeah, obviously, that'll be a very interesting game to, to watch and follow on Saturday. and Sunday, then, another trip for a Limerick side, and you've got Gory Rangers taking on Fairview Rangers. That'll be a two o'clock kickoff uh, in Wexford. Um, Obviously, uh, plenty of Fairview uh, supporters travelling to this one as well. Um, I suppose, you know, Fairview overcame a huge test in the last game, considering Stephen Bradley was sent off now, you know, it being that as it may, Stephen Bradley is going to be a huge loss now as a result of that uh, for this game. But he was sent off. The team still got through. Jack O'Reilly equaliser went through uh, in the end um, after against Atherton Roy, which was a huge test. You know, Gory Rangers, are, uh, considering the, the trip that it is and considering Gory would be decent at home, uh, a, a huge test for, for Fairview Rangers. And looking at the game last week where you overcome that game against Ballinanti, I suppose the only concern you'd have, I suppose, if you're Paul Danner is that two of the team anyway will definitely not be playing. And that Blake Curran, the left full and Keen McNamara have already played in the Fei. So they won't be available to Fairview. And obviously, then you've got Lois like Conrellis and Wayne Colbert who are obviously still struggling uh, with injuries as well. So he wasn't able maybe to get close as close as what he would have liked maybe to, to the team that would play against Gorey. Yeah, that, that would be a huge worry going into this game. And a couple
1: of vital players you mentioned there, Adrian. And, there, and there's uh, a few doubts about them. And then the fact that you have those other players uh, cup-tied and they have been used regularly in the last few weeks in the team. So obviously... They won't be available, but you know the loss of Stephen Bradley for me is absolutely huge. Adrian, I think he's so important to
0: this team. And was last week as well, to be fair.
1: Yeah, Mm. just goes about his. Listen, I talked to him. Just goes about his business so quietly on the on the pitch, making the tackles, covering the ground, stopping the opposition going into into little pockets of space to play, Uh, wins the ball back gives it to the players who want to express themselves and wants to, and, and want to play real leader out in the pitch without being that vocal is a yeah. is a real leader on the pitch and is a fulcrum for that team to to build their play around. So I think he's going to be an absolutely huge uh, loss to them. Now there's there, there's no doubt there's loads of quality in this in this team. And on the periphery. Now having said all that, I still have a doubt about that backline. I've been talking about it all season. They have improved, there's no doubt about that. Those players in that back then have improved. They're defending problem far you know have
0: as well, Leighton, is I'm um, sorry to cut across you, but the problem you now have as well for that is you will have Jake Dillon and Jason Cross there, but you're taking Blake Kern out of left back. Jeffrey Judge played at right back. He'll probably be needed for midfield, you'd imagine, now with Stephen Bradley being out. So there will be shuffles there.
1: Yeah, but I'd be looking at strengthening my defence first if I, if I was a manager. That's the first thing. Get my back four. And my keeper right and make sure that they're as strong as we can, especially away from home, as strong as, as possible. So I, I I wouldn't be too surprised to see Jeffrey Judge playing left full, Adrian. Mm. I wouldn't be too surprised if that call was made. He has done the job there before. He's a very confident player, a very safe player in that position. Needs to watch his discipline, obviously. But um I wouldn't be too surprised if they if they did shift him in there. Um this would be a really tough game, Adrian. You've saw you've seen Gorey. Yeah. Good and set pieces. Physical when they have to be physical. Can play a bit of football. will stay in the game. will be very fit. Uh, beat Tramore away from home in the last round. Kept the clean sheet, 1-3-0. Beat some of before that, obviously, away from home. Going well in the league. And actually, uh, as you know, Adrian, we have a worldwide audience uh, listening to this podcast. And my friends <laughs> in Gordy t- text me during the week to say that I got uh, a couple of things or just one team wrong in an episode a couple of weeks ago, I said they were out of the to join Junior Cup, pushed the arms. They are actually into the last team, so I'm glad to correct it for for our friends in in Gory who are listening to us uh, week in week out, which is which is great to see by the way. But All it'll right. be uh it'll be a tough game for Fairview, make no doubt about it. But I I think they have enough to control everything. as I said. No matter what forward, if you can feed that forward line.
0: Yeah, and they I was just about to like, if you like, don't get me wrong. I think that maybe the, the two wide players, Cocklin and Rensford, weren't brought into the game enough by by Fairview against Ballinanti But you know, when Darren Ransford did get out Adam Costello, there was joy there. He could play on both feet, right and left. Yep. foot um, you know, if those guys are on form, I, I could see Fairview coming through. But I suppose it all depends on the day. I I
1: think they'll raise their game there, For this, mm. you know, they'll 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 raise the game for this. There's no doubt about it. Cocklin's the same. Cockland's two-footed, can come in his yeah. right can go his left and and depending on who's fit to play up front, Jack fantastic in my opinion, a fantastic player, not the same type of player as Conor as, as I've alluded to be- before, but can play in front, link the play, can score goals and if Ellis is available can run the channels, gives you a different option, regular goal scorer as well, you you just got to feed these guys with the right ball yeah. and let them off, let them play Make sure you're nice and tight at the back. I think they've enough to come through the game if if uh, if the right service is given to the to the front.
0: Yeah, certainly uh, it will be interesting to see. As well, we have we've we've relatively limited time ahead to discuss our, our three premier games. But I suppose just to give a bit of um, I suppose uh, we'll say we'll go to to Jamesborough and Cuna first. Um, Jamesborough haven't had much football at all laden in recent weeks. And that's been a gripe of the lower Premier sides actually in recent weeks, that they haven't got fixtures in the defence of the fixture secretary and the league. Um, the, the lack of referees, possibly, and the fact that you've had to get through so many loss in games, F.E.I. Munster Junior has been priority. That's, that seemed, that, to me, on, on the face of it, would seem like the, the reason for that. Um, But Jamesborough facing Kuna, it's so tight at the bottom. Ed, Munger to play in Charleville as well. You've got Munger on 11 points and Crew Park who are in uh, this the seventh place are on 17 points. Um, it is incredibly tight. You've got, I think, is there is there four teams on 17 points, and then are three teams on 17 points, and then Jamesborough on 14, and then Munger on 11. I mean, it's it's incredibly tight. So this weekend, you know, could be defining, particularly for Munger's. You know, if if Munger's lose their game against Charleville, that'll put Charleville further on ahead of them. And then if Jamesborough or Kuna pick up points, then they could see themselves really cut adrift.
1: Yeah, it, 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 it wouldn't be surprising to say that these are six pointers, Adrian, mm. for teams that can win them. Like you say, James, we haven't had a lot of football in, in weeks, so they'll be a little bit rusty. The last game, I think, was against Munger in the last in Cup, which they lost 3 uh, 1. Kuna have conceded eight goals in the last two games, and this has been my bugbear about, about Kuna just conceding too many goals. Lost the ball of 4 in the league, and I think they lost the Nina in. In the one of the cups, four 0 as yes. well. Was it the last? Yeah. Cup? Larson, and, yeah. uh, I think if if Shane has Shane Hendon has Jamesborough right for this game, I think they can win it. The only word of warning is Kona won the last league game up here, in in mm-hmm. Jamesborough, one nil. So yeah. um, they, they'll take heart from that. But Jamesborough need Jamesborough need to be getting a result certainly, but certainly a win would be a huge help for them. I, I think they might they might get over the line in this. And I know um, Shane
0: Hanlon's brought in a couple of players, Ed, and obviously he likes of, We know Thomas Tark is back there, you know, Dylan Kelly-Higgins from Balinante. But then yeah. I suppose on the flip side, there's more as well that I just can't remember right now off the top of my head. But on the flip side of it, you can do all the training you want, but Shane would have definitely preferred a couple more games going into the likes of these matches because, you know, trying to get those, I suppose, combinations, etc right, you know, and trying to get the players familiar with each other.
1: Yeah, no matter how competitive your training it's not the same as playing a match on a Sunday where, it's just a different kettle of fish altogether in terms of match fitness. Um, the inclusion of Thomas Clark will be huge. He'll be a big leader for that team on the pitch because it's relatively a young team now. And he'll be good in both boxes. Thomas will be a threat mm-hmm. in the opposition box. And I think he'll make a difference to that team. And he'll be a leader in the dressing room as well, which is very important. Now, they did lose Killian O'Shea, uh, Adrian. He's gone to Newport. So nice. he 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 will be a loss, in my opinion. I watched him couple of times earlier on the season, I was very impressed with him. Very, very competent winger, two-footed as well, can play on the right and on the left. Big game for both teams, Adrian, there's no doubt about it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I suppose, if you're looking at it, as I said, from Munger's point of view, they're at home against Charleville. If you're bottom of the league and you want to keep those teams with you and obviously climb yourself... Uh, home advantage particularly goes without saying is is so important to Richie he'll need the likes of your you know your keen and those type of players to three really step up which as you've said they have scored I think is it 8-9 to nine goals in their two games one of them obviously against Somerville but yet still scored you have your uh, Pat Hearn there as well who you'll be familiar with yeah. obviously uh, he'll need the likes of those guys to chip in with the goals in saying that I know it's a big bugbear of Richie's uh, conceding goals is something he definitely hates, and he'll really be hoping that uh, some of those guys can take leadership at the back because they are relatively young in that in that respect.
1: Yeah, it's it's a massive game for Major. You know, Richie's going into the territory you now where they have to be getting three points out of games.
0: Hmm. I mean,
1: you There's look no at that.
0: Other
1: yeah, you look at that <laughs> other game there. You know, James and Kuna wouldn't be disappointed with a draw. You know, Richie Richie can't. Def- I don't think Richie can afford draws at the moment. I think he has to go and just start winning a few matches. Now he has won those last two games, albeit they're cup games, but they will give the team loads of confidence. On the other hand, you've Charleville coming in still in the Monster Junior, looking yeah. forward to that in a few weeks or in a weeks time. Have been going reasonably well. I know they're yeah. your top, uh, your your top pick to win the to to win the big shield. And in saying that so, as well, Ed,
0: and I suppose if you go, if you um, if you talk about Mungride, obviously there's a, a tendency, and and I suppose in some ways they have to be careful because there might be a tendency, particularly at home, to say we need to win, which then leads you to kind of maybe push up the field here. You now, Charleville are the most dangerous team that you can do that against because Shane Dillon literally loves to play off the shoulder.
1: Yeah, and Shane Dillon will take a lead role for that Charleville team now. The keen Mac has gone. There'll mm. be a lot of votes on him to to keep that team going and chip in with a few goals and. Shane is a huge threat in behind the defence. The runs, he bends his runs. He's hard to pick up. Low Again, a low centre of gravity and a natural in front of goal will always chip in with his few goals. But, but look, and I think Richie will do his homework for the match. It, it it stems to me like a draw. I feel this game will finish in a draw. I know Richie might like me to... to, to Richie Burke won't fancy me saying that, but I, I feel this game will end in a draw. I think Charival will have enough to get a point out of the game. Should be a good game, now. Should be a lively game. Very competitive
0: match. Yeah. I suppose very briefly, Aidan, to finish on uh, Pike versus Nina, like we said earlier on, you were talking about a game that could be fit for a draw. This could be fit for a draw. I mean, there was a draw last week, so you'd imagine do you know even more about each other? Probably know what each other are having for breakfast at this stage um, in in the morning, that's for sure. Um, But, you know... Pike will look at this and say, right, we're at home here. Uh, Fairview and Balinanti, both preoccupied with the FEI. We really need to put out a statement here and go ahead and, and get three more points.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a massive game for Pike. These league games are massive for Pike. It was a bit like the, I said, the regional game. They were playing another massive game for Pike. They got a point out of it. They'll be disappointed. They didn't take the three. Mm. I saw enough in that league game to suggest that Pike will, will, uh, will raise their game yet again, Adrian, and get over the line and that, uh, get over the line and beat Nina. Obviously uh Killian will, will have other thoughts about that. But Pike are at home, Steve again back. Nice big pitch. We think Pike will get through it and get to three points.